You are listening to CJSW 90.9 FM, broadcasting out of Calgary, Alberta, at the University of Calgary campus radio station located on Treaty 7 land. I would like to take this opportunity to acknowledge the traditional territories of the people of the Treaty 7 region in southern Alberta. The city of Calgary is also home to Métis Nation of Alberta, District 5 and 6. Disclaimer! The following program features language not suitable for all audiences, and the expressed opinions found within this program are a reflection of those who feature on the Pop Culture Effect podcast. Welcome to the Pop Culture Effect. I'm Rockin' Rob, and on this show, I bring my closest friends together to talk about all of the news happening in our pop culture world around us. Hello there. This is the Pop Culture Effect with your host, Gemini, myself. I'm joined today by some of my greatest friends that could... F***ing Christ, I hate myself. And that is staying in, folks. Anyway, I'm here with these two assholes, Blaze and fucking subset. Because Robbie's still in the goddamn editor room. Yes, hello. He's still in the editor room, and the other the other one is dying. Not really. His internet's dying. But anyway. Robbie keeps on messaging me stuff. I'm, I've just been ignoring it for now. Hopefully he doesn't blow me up with more messages throughout this. He needs to get his ass back in the editor's room anyway. <laughs> so, uh, to, to, you know, today's a pretty pretty short one, such as myself, uh, with, 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 what am I starting Are out you with? Oh my god, this is why I don't host very much, because I'm a, I'm a dumb boss. Anyway, so, I will be kicking off uh, the discussions for today with Disney's, well, it's not exactly the most recent, because it has been, what, like a, a month, I'd say? Uh, two um, or three weeks. About three weeks, at least. Three weeks is equivalent to close to a month, enough so... Enough time about to get a- plenty of reviews. Yes, enough time for it to get plenty of reviews, which have been very disappointing from what I've heard about Disney's uh, latest animated movie, Wish. Um, from how it sounds like, it did come from Wish, so that's that. So from what I have seen, because I will admit, I did not see the movie because I do not have enough time or money to go see a lot of new movies that comes out. That is why my fellow co-host Blaze tends to do a lot of movie reviews because he's a movie critic. Not, I'll, be honest, you know. I'll be honest, I missed this one too. <laughs> it's a Disney movie in my opinion a lot of times because of their stream service, you kind of can just wait till it comes on Disney Plus, which yeah. I could have done, but I don't have that either, but that's besides the point. Um, but I have heard and seen that this movie pretty much flopped, which is disappointing because I'm pretty sure this was meant to be like a milestone movie for Disney. I think it was meant to be like their 100th movie released since they started back in... No, oh God, no 100th what? movie. It's supposed to represent their anniversary of 100 years. Yes, that. Thank you. 100 years. I knew it was some kind of milestone and 100 years. 100. It was something with a number 100. Mm-hmm. Anyway, yes. So, from what I've heard, that this movie is rather uninspiring and kind of lazy in certain aspects, which I have seen a comparison between Disney's Moana during Dwayne The Rock Johnson's song of You're Welcome and how it was beautifully animated and how they had all these little details and everything. They kind of did a similar thing with the villain for his song, but it was a lot more lazy. There wasn't as much beautiful animation. It was just kind of like the back art and then him like doing little diddy bop dances and that was it. And it's like, oh, that's disappointing. Versus Spice, man. The Spice. Yeah. And like, I feel the plot had potential where the basic plot was. There's this, I believe it was meant to take place setting wise somewhere in the Mediterranean area or I think that was the setting. I'm not 100% positive, but. 
but it was set in like an island-esque area and you know the villain which i should probably quickly pull up the names quick but i should have done this i am such a professional individual how dare you gemini i know i am a f-ing professional anyway so the main villain whose name is honestly kind of stupid king magnifico <laughs> I'm gonna be King honest. Magnifico, great name for a villain. Like I liked it. I, it's not a bad name, but it's not an ins- it's not a unique name. Does that make sense? Hold up. And I was Chris. Yeah. Chris Pine voiced him. Yes, Chris Pine voiced him. Which you know, I'm kind of sad that he was. You know, he went from. I'm not too sure what else Chris Pine has been in. I'm gonna be honest, but like he went from such an amazing movie of the D and D movie to this. Like, bruh. <laughs> but yes, I was correct. It was on a Mediterranean island, Kingdom of Rosas. Maybe put too much emphasis there. Oh, no, wait, Iberian Peninsula. Okay. Yeah, so it's set in, like, Spain. Pretty much Spain, Portugal, in that general area of the world. Out there. <laughs> yeah, out there. But pretty much, you know, you have King Magnifico, who has these powers to grant the wishes of his kingdom. And I guess the stipulation is he, you know, his, the people of his kingdom come to him and ask for wishes. And I guess once a year, he grants one person's wish. And supposedly the, ca- the caveat of this is when you request a wish from the king, you forget your wish. And I guess that was kind of one point of contention with the movie. And it's like, I mean, if they knew going in that requesting a wish from the king, they were going to forget about it. That's kind of a form of payment, you know? It's not like he's stealing their memories of like, you know, their whole, like their whole life's memories or anything. He's just like, okay, you want this wish? Well, so that way, you know, you're constantly not hounding me for it. Um, cause I'll get to it when I get to it. Yoink. Like, I don't think that seems very harmful. But I guess the plot of the movie kicks off when the the protagonist, Asha, I guess, wants her grandfather uh, to have a wish fulfilled. And King says no. Teenager gets angry because she doesn't know how the world works because she's like, why can't you grant everyone's wishes? Because that's not how the world works, girly. And pretty much movie kicks off. And yeah, I don't know. I'm kind of glad I didn't see this one. It's my opinions are weak because I feel the movie was kind of weak. I, I think I think what kind of comes down to it is Disney overhyped this movie for the fans as it being a spectacular homage to 100 years of Disney. Yeah. But the movie doesn't really reflect that it's being an homage to 100 years of Disney. I did hear that like, there were meant to be little bits and pieces that were um, meant to be, as you said, homages and callbacks to their previous um, works that they've done, but it was kind of too much. Yeah, like I think... I think there's like the wish bubble things that Magnifico has or whatever they are. Mm-hmm. Um, if I remember correctly, like one of this, because I haven't watched it yet, but I've heard a bit about it. I think one of the scenes like the bu- in the bubbles, you see like all the different Disney movies as references in the bubbles. Yeah. Like you see scenes from all the other Disney films in it. Mm-hmm. But I think really cool. just what struck this movie was just it being so overhyped and getting people's like hopes up of what this movie would be. And I think yeah. that I think that direction that Disney tried doing with it didn't do its justice. And that's probably no, why it, people aren't liking it as much or just aren't caring of watching it from what they've heard. Yeah, because like the, genu- the general consensus, I guess, says it's an okay movie, but it's been getting smashed by the critics. Um, yeah, because like, I don't know, nothing. Yeah, it doesn't feel like fresh or creative. And I feel the reason.
reason for why King Magnifico, like his reasons for being a villain are, he's a weak villain, I'm gonna be honest. Disney's pumped out like some rather weaker villains. Like, you know, some could say Cruella de Vil is, an, is kind of like a weaker villain because her main point is that she just wants to kill a bunch of puppies to make a, like a coat line. Super yeah, cruel. that's cruel. Like, it's cruel, shit. yes, but it's like, nothing. Like a villain? Like. Yeah, it's, it's cruel, yes, but is it like a, like, you know, the level of a villain where, you know, they're trying to con- like take over the world or something? No, it's she's like a minor weaker villain. However, I feel like e- even King like even King Magnifico's reasons for being a villain are even weaker than that because the reason is because, you know, he gets all these wishes and he only grants one a year and then he hoards everyone else's wishes for himself and it's like, I mean, okay, does the wishes make him immortal and he's trying to get immortality? Like no, I just agree. There's great. there's no meat yeah. to the bones of his yeah. Him being a villain. Like, if he was a villain in the sense of every wish that he keeps, it, like, grants him power, and he has, like, this plan to kind of, like, o- like essentially expand and make his kingdom, like, a massive empire and become, like, this, you know, cruel, iron-fisted ruler of the world. It'd still be a little weak, but it'd be a lot better than I keep all wishes because I can. Like, that just seems like a very weak reason for him to be considered a villain, and because it says like he gets corrupted with the power and it's like well, yeah I, I guess you could say he gets corrupted but I wouldn't call it like evil atrocities corrupted more just like oh okay M- man's got money that's a very common thing we see I don't know yeah. how, I don't know how updated this is but apparently through on tomatoes um, the box office for US gross they've only hit about 49 million per wish uh, the wiki here says 106.1 but their budget was 200. Oh, geez. That, that 106 so, yeah. might be worldwide because the, the 49 is just U.S. gross. Yeah, so clearly they have made some money, but they didn't make it back. No. They're they... still missing well over $100 million yeah, that they spent on the movie. Yeah, they're, so, that, they're still missing half of the budget. Yeah, and like, I will admit, like, the designs for the characters aren't bad. Like, I'll admit, King Magnifico looks pretty magnificent. Like, yeah, you don't yeah. look half bad. The animation, okay. of, the animation of it does look pretty nice. Yeah, like, the animation looks good. Asha's design looks pretty good. Like, this is one of the few times that I think we've had a Disney female protagonist who has, I believe, braids in this sense. And this, no, I don't think, because... Yes, yeah, only one with braids, you're right. Yeah, yeah, because Moana had, like, she has she has curly hair, but they, it was, like, natural curly hair and everything as reflective of people of Polynesian descent and everything. Thing, but this is the first time we've seen one with like braids and I think that is you know that's nice that Disney is showing that representation do I still hate that she's got the same face female Disney face of course but that's just because I hate same face I understand it's easier for animation but it's 3D animation at this point I feel like you should be able to at least make it different enough I know you could also argue well that's Disney style I don't care make her look a little bit more different instead of the same copy pasted Elsa face anyway that's just a rant I have from an artist perspective. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like for its for it being a milestone movie, Disney definitely could have done a better job. And I honestly feel this is kind of going to be one of those movies that fades into the background and not really be talked about. Hell, I don't even think it's talked about now and, it ha- and it's been a- almost a month. And I don't think people are really talking about it too much. I which honestly, is sad. Honestly, I think Disney's little short um, video, they little short skit they did a couple months, two months ago. Um, they did this little short animation 
Mansion where like all the photos in photos of all the Disney characters at our Disney Studios come out of the f- their frames and go out into the front of the Disney Studios to like take one big group photo together. That was more mm-hmm. that was a better 100 year homage video that was only like five minutes compared to this whole movie. Yeah. Because there was a heart to it. I think what they should have done if they wanted to do like 100 years of celebrating Disney is I honestly feel like and real quick was Wreck-It Ralph Wreck-It Ralph was Disney correct? Yes. Yes. Okay. I feel like they should have done something along those lines where there's like some kind of I don't know like a cinematic universe disaster and their universes are colliding together and they have to figure <laughs> out how to get everyone back into unless they all are in the same universe I don't know but honestly if they aren't that'd be pretty cool or like you know of certain like timelines like say a lot of the medieval-esque ones or at least in that rough time period of it's clearly not modern times but it's also not like you know the dark ages like those from Cinderella Little Mermaid even this one like they're in their own I guess universe timeline whatever I don't know just kind of like the thing is like there's this one character who's like oh if I I don't know I'm, I'm talking out my ass with this but I feel like that could have been a better idea because I, I mean, th- there is that giant theory of Frozen Tarzan and Little Mermaid all being in the same universe and at the same time period you mean it is true with the <laughs> yeah <laughs> like I said they could have done something like that like sure is a lot of the voice actors for the older care like the older movies are a lot of them either retired or long gone by now of course they are and would that make it difficult probably but with how far technology is and as much as like AI voice generation which we've talked about that before on our on this show about how it can be problematic I do feel it could have been utilized for that because I I mean because like an example is Snow White is one of their first movies that they ever made I highly doubt the voice actress for Snow White is still around and if she is I highly doubt she is not at like voice acting anymore I, I feel like and if she is I feel like when it's stuff like that situational stuff like that I feel like it is okay to do like AI yeah because they can't find someone who can do like a perfect impression of that role especially if it is meant to be a commemoration movie like how this one is of their hundred years like they would probably want to keep the similar almost identical voice and Snow White had well it's been a long time since I've seen Snow White but she had a very like high pitched like soft voice correct yeah I'd say so which isn't hard to replicate but if they want to keep the authenticity of it I I don't know they could have done something else they could have done something so much better to commemorate it but this was what they chose and you know as I said about Robbie it's you know the the pit they dug for themselves and they have to lie in it the saying is you've made your bed now you have to lie in it well, the thing is, is that the storyboards, there was a storyboard that was released that it was a, a different story for Wish, and everybody's mm-hmm. more hopping on that, because it was a more appealing story. So, instead of like, what, what we got from this movie, it was supposed to be like a, a love story, like a, a, gr- a good callback to what Disney movies were supposed, like a fantasy. It was That was the whole point. Everyone I wish you would have done that. It was the main lead, the main female lead falling in love with what was, at that point, uh, Mr. Face <laughs> villain. But in this one, he's the love interest, and his name was Starboy. Doing, you know, granting wishes, but they weren't allowed to be together. Da, 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 da. It's been a hot minute since I delved into that. Oh my god, it's like a star-crossed lovers kind of thing. Yeah, like it, it was gonna go through this whole this whole romance of forbidden love and shit. Like some something that honestly, dude, where's the fantasy? You know, you gotta let some kids dream, right? That's the whole point. Some people watch these damn movies. I feel like you they should have they should have. 
done that instead of some stupid fucking revolution movie and whatever. Landlord bullshit. Honestly, because like, I get it to the, I don't even know which demographic like a revolution story like appeals to more than just a love story. Like, yeah, I get it. A lot of the older movies did have some form of like a love story and to to some people it is kind of bland, but like, I'm gonna be honest, there's always that like nice magical charm about a fantasy love story. Fantasy revolution? Eh, it depends on how it's done. Clearly they didn't do this one too well. Gemini here, and you're listening to the pop culture effect on CJSW. Moving on from Disney's big ol' flopperoonie, Blaze, what do you have to tell us about the boy in the heroin needle? A needle? The what? I don't know, I just read the what? The, the boy in <laughs> the heroin. Yeah, heroin. Alright, uh, let's restart uh... that, because that's getting cut out. Oh, come on. <laughs> nah, nah, Fine. nah, we can leave that on. It's all fun and games. But no, uh, boy in the heron. Oh my god, this movie was fantastic. Me personally, I've watched a good amount of Ghibli films. They're cult classic to me and a lot of people. A lot of them do get a little out there and a little weird. This one is definitely mm-hmm. like them, probably one of the top ones to go really into the weirdness a bit, in my oh, opinion. Oh, so it's gonna be great. Oh yeah, it's fantastic. But Boy in the Heron, so far, everyone's loving it. Tomato Meter has it at a 96% with the audience having it at a 90%. Mm-hmm. And the story is a little weird to follow, but it makes a, it, it starts making a bit more sense towards the end of it, but some of it's still kind of, you, you still kind of think about trying to piece things together a bit towards the end. I don't know if maybe it might just been me missing a few things, but that's how it felt like for me personally. But honestly, I even with it being a little confusing at some parts, it was a phenomenal film. I've been waiting all year for this movie because I've been really hyped to watch it. And mm-hmm. I theaters have it in both subbed and dubbed. I watched it in dubbed and my God, the voice acting, the people they chose for the roles were perfect. The person I would probably give the most praise for, surprisingly, is Robert Pattinson being the Grey Heron. That's right. I did see something about that, how he voiced a, in a mo- in one of those, in a Miyazaki movie. Yep. Was it that? Yep. He needs to do more voice acting roles because my God, he knows how to voice act. You, If you didn't know he was in the film, you would not tell who he was. Nope. That's how well wow. he did and how well he was able to change his voice and really hold it for this role. That's impressive because I don't think he's done much voice acting work. He's mostly been a live action film actor, correct? Mostly live action, yeah. But you got you got a lot of people, big roles in here. Um, I'm not too familiar. I'm not too familiar with the work of the the voice actor for the main character, but Luca Padovan was Mahito. We have Christian Bale as Mahito's father. Dave- oh, damn, Christian Bale. Yeah, Christian Bale's in it. Um, Dave Batista as the Parakeet King. Yeah, there are like humanoid parakeets in this movie. I see. I see. Uh, William Defoe is another one. Is a noble pelican. The fucking Defoe. Yep. Uh, Florence Pugh is um one of the girls in the movie Kiriko. Uh, Mark Hamill's in it as the the grand uncle. Mm-hmm. A lot of big names. Yeah, there's a lot of big names in this one, but mainly the story of Boy and the Heron, how it goes without me trying to spoil anything and give a little bit of a review. Mahito moves away out of Tokyo to go be with his aunt, now mother, as his mother died in a fire and him and his father moved out of Tokyo to be with his aunt who ended up marrying Mahito's father afterwards and they're going to have a kid together. And okay. I hear as, that is a common practice. Yeah. As he's trying to live there, the gray heron that flies around the home basically keeps messing with Mahito 
Mahito and trying to drag him to this abandoned tower building in the forest of their, in the anchor of their land that transports him to this weird world that deals with magic, a bit of time travel, and just some weird shenanigans going on that lead back to his granduncle. But I thought it was a great movie. All the characters were very good, compelling. The story was fantastic. The animation was great. Ghibli films have a really good way, or I guess I should say Miyazaki himself. He has a really good way of making a modern animated film still feel like an old classic one with how the animation is done. Like, if you would have put Boy and the Heron next to, like, Spirited Away or Howl's Moving Castle, for instance, you would have thought they came out in the same year, which I think is kind of a good thing with how Ghibli films are with their animation. It definitely shows they still stick to what they know best and they know what works for their animation. Oh, definitely. I I thought it was fantastic. I'd really recommend anyone who gets a chance to watch it. Um, If you prefer sub, that's fine, but I'd honestly give the dub a shot just so you can hear some of these actors play these roles because some of them will really surprise you and you won't even realize um, who it is at first if you weren't told right away. I'll be be honest, a lot of like the Miyazaki and Studio um, Ghibli films, like I'm sure uh, in their original release in Japanese are also really good, but like their dubs are also really fantastic. Oh yeah. Like, cause like oh, that's sometimes you can run into with dubbed um, movies and shows, regardless of if it's anime or not, where a lot of times the syncing looks kind of off. And I know that's more of an issue with like older ones, but I remember like anytime I watch like Spirited Away, Howl's Moving Castle, even um, Castle in the Sky, which is one of their older ones. Like I think that was released in the nineties. The dubbing is always very like it's good quality like it syncs really well for it meant to be syncing with the the Japanese language versus the English language so like a lot of times like if you don't know that it's a Japanese made movie you would honestly probably just think it was an American made animated like movie I know I did when I first watched Spirited Away I had no idea it was an anime movie because I think I watched it I think around the time when I was slowly getting like when I was slowly getting into anime so I didn't know right at the time that it was an started making me conscience. <laughs> You're listening to the Pop Culture Effect on CJSW. Uh, moving on from here, uh, subset, what do you got for us right now? Something about Fallout related, I take it? I would like to hear. Well, it's no big news, of course. Oh, you know, no big it's news, totally my ass. <laughs> I mean, I think, we talked about it on, yeah, I think we talked about it once before on the show, but like, I heard they dropped more juicy content. During the <laughs> Game Awards, dropped out another trailer. And, you know, right now I'm not to specifically talk about the trailer. I'm just wondering where this is going to lead, right? For the Fallout show? Yeah, like, obviously I can already feel they have a plan with this, right? Mm -hmm. Because if I remember during before the recording, boy, didn't you mention it that this will be like Fallout 5? Kind of. So I I don't remember where I saw this. I don't know if it was like a quote from the directors or someone who helped like work on the film or not. But I believe it was a quote from the directors that they were kind of treating this as in their mind Fallout 5 hmm. so it's definitely gonna be a bit of an original story to my knowledge. That makes me curious though is Todd Howard at all anyway like does he have any association with this movie? No. Like, okay that's what I was curious because if he did part of me wonders if they managed to like wrestle out a few little like sneaky informations from that old chess nerd back in the day. We know he's he's admitted in an interview. Anyway um, you know that old <laughs> Yeah, that old chess club nerd, um, like whatever they have planned. But if he doesn't, then yeah, that does. Hmm, that's intriguing. Concerning.
turning a smidge, but I still have, you know, I still, I don't care. It's Fallout. Oh, it's Fallout. Yeah, the Fallout <laughs> TV series will be canon with the video games. Oh, it's going to be canon. Hmm. So I yes. guess this is, on this, is just their own, this is their own spin-off series of the franchise following another vault is my idea that what probably is going on with the show. I mean, I haven't watched much of the trailers. I feel like you've filled into a more about it subset. I was watching the leaks before that and whatever I can. That was proof. Actual proof. I think my only issue that I saw, because I didn't watch the trailer because I'm a, I'm weird when it comes to even the slightest bit of spoilers, but also I don't care with certain spoilers. It depends on how much I care about the franchise and Fallout is one of my like obsessions. But I've seen a couple screenshots. I think my only complaint so far is the ghouls be looking a little too smooth. <laughs> Those be looking like smooth skin. <laughs> Ooh, yeah, like, okay, that's something that I've been seeing. Kind of like, why the ghouls don't like ghouls? Yeah, they just look like someone who got dipped in a like pot of like boiling water for like five seconds. And yeah, I know, yeah, really like, stretchy. yeah, like, I know, like, when that happens to human skin, it does like obviously get a little fucked <laughs> up, but they're not looking like they've been scorched alive by the burns of radiation and everything, and their skin is literally sloughing off because that's the point, like, that, like, that is correct. I'm set in the sense of they're literally like radiation zombies, ghouls, regardless of if they're feral or not. And maybe they, they don't be looking like, you know, radiation beef zombies. Jerky. They, yeah, they don't look like radiation, radi- like irradiated beef jerky. They just be looking like a uh, hot water burn victim. Now, I'm gonna give them a pass because I just need to imagine the acting, like, at least with the actors and shit. That must be uncomfortable as shit if they decided to go with the original. So, that I can give true. that a pass for the comfort for the actors. However, it, it'd be an adjustment. A contention point for that is, I don't know, because on one hand, that could be a contention point in the sense of, if we do want to go off of the comfort of the actors, and for all for all we know, they could already be doing this in the sense where they just slap the old <laughs> mocap suit with, like, the onesie and the balls like, glued all over. They could just <laughs> they, they could just, like, 3D model on, like, you know, the radiation burns. However, the other than the flip side of that is then when they do that, that does, like, take away then the need for, like, makeup artists and their current, that because of that, they are sorely, like, getting outmarketed. So that's why if they are going with the traditional route of the fact that they're putting these people into prosthetics and makeup, that is probably then for the comfort of the actors and you do want to think of that because, you know, acting isn't easy. You know, we all we all try to think, oh, you know, being an actor is so f***ing easy and you rake in all this money. I've never acted once in my life just trying to start this thing. I f***ed up. I don't even know how many times and that even ain't acting. I'm not even speaking English at this point, like proper English. Anyway, you know, so I can't even imagine like all day having to try and do these scenes over and over again in this like in like these costumes and like you have to like constantly having to get like your props and your makeup and everything like retouched. That just sounds so fucking di- like hot draining and like exhausting. So like, yeah, you do want to think of that because it's probably not probably it is difficult work. But, but our armor looks clean, though. It does. <laughs> our armor's clean. I really liked that they actually brought out the power armor on stage for the Game Awards when the actors came out to talk more about the show. Mm-hmm. It, it does look nice, a really good one-to-one representation from the game into this show. Yeah. Are they... I'm trying to remember from the screenshots. Were they Brotherhood of Steel Paladins? Or is that like... 
Uh, it, they didn't, I couldn't really tell in the insignia for the Brotherhood Steel, to be honest. I was gonna say because I know in the Fallout universe, like you, like there are people outside of the Brotherhood who use power armor, but a lot of the individuals who have very clean, well-maintained power armor, nine chances out of ten, are Brotherhood of Steel members. I'm, I'm oh, seeing yeah. one of the logo, like there's a insignia on the power armor, and one of the one of the screenshots I'm looking at um, looks like it's sword pointing up with wings and cogs around the sword. Is that Brotherhood of Steel? Yes. Yeah, so it is. And I was going to say, depending on where it takes place, and honestly, if it is meant to be, like, canonical, if it is meant to be canonical, (laughs) especially after Fallout 4, if, like, if that's the the director and producer, the people behind the plot of the show, you know, if if this is meant to be canonical, Fallout 5, and depending on where it's at, yeah, the Brotherhood of Steel would have a pretty big presence. I think especially on the East Coast, lore-wise, they have a much larger presence than in the West Coast. I wish I learned to read a bit more because it literally said Brotherhood of Steel right underneath the photo. I feel like a dumbass. It's <laughs> funny. Also, um, reading a bit more, or at least from a few other screenshots, um, looks like the it's going to be following Vault 33. Vault I think 30. it's a new one. Yeah. Because I don't recall there being a Vault 33 in any It's a world. control vault. And it does look t- like Todd Howard is having a li- It is is having some work in this. He's He executive produced this show. Oh, so they did give the location of where this will take place. Oh, Santa did. Monica Pier, Los Angeles. It'll be in Los Angeles, where where Santa Monica once was. Oh, oh. neat. Oh, so it's on the West Coast. Well, hey, it's my all... territory, bitch. Where one of the bombs fell. Yeah. Oh yeah, they put a jumpsuit in Fallout 76 for it. I guess <laughs> understandable, but that's besides the point. Oh my like, god, the who's... set pieces are pretty nice so far. I'm, I'm enjoying the set pieces that I've been seeing. Oh yeah, no, and the vault suits are actually really good quality. No, I just need to wait, like, until I see a proper ghoul. Other than that, the next step is seeing the wildlife at that point and really get a really grasp of what they what they can do. Oh my god, wait, if they're in California, if we don't see a Cazador, I'm gonna be sad. Cazadors. <laughs> no I swear to god. That, sh- that would mean technically that there should be super mutants because I think they originated in the West Coast. The super mutants. They so migrated I wonder how they over pretty fast. Yeah. After. We need to get a well, watch party I- together and just watch the episodes together as a group as they air. <laughs> we do. Like, I mean, I think in Fallout 3, which took place in DC, there was a vault that was making them, but I mm-hmm. think the, like, I think the first super mutants were in, like, Fort Mediposa, which was in Fallout 1, which took place pretty much, I believe, in, yeah, it took place in California. That's why it's, like, I think they originated from over there. Fallout lore is kind of all over the place, but at the same time not because of the fact of, like, you have the old games, and then you have the like the newer games and some stuff does get kind of like we're gonna see nightshades let's go we might i don't know like i don't want to get too like excited about certain things that were in the game oh my we they will probably have that because death claws are like the staple fauna of the fallout Mm -hmm. franchise which you mentioned earlier subset that there was mentions of of i almost said dr house good lord mr house so that also would explain mentionings to him because of the fact it is taking place in California, which isn't far from New Vegas. Well, it's far, but like, you know. He's not human. He is a robot. Well, yeah, he's, you know. Spoilers for New Vegas. Spoilers (laughs) for New Vegas. Yes, Mr. House is basically a fucking, you know, he's a robot. He's a robot being piloted by a husk. I don't like him. But (laughs) like so far, I'm I'm hyped. And hopefully we might see like a 
other maybe spinoffs of different parts of California, well, not California, like of the U.S. as a show. Man, I just want to see Pennsylvania in one of these damn games. I am still angry. <laughs> Quick side note, I am still angry that 76 changed its location because originally they wanted it to take place in Pennsylvania, but they last second decided to put it in West Virginia because that's where a lot of Appalachia is. Oh. And I'm like, God damn it. Like Western Pennsylvania has a good portion of a- Appalachian. Jesus, I don't know. It's depending if you live in West Virginia or in the mountains. I guess you say Appalachia, but everyone else says Appalachians. So it really all depends on where the <laughs> you're from. Um, I've always heard it, it as Appalachian. <laughs> yeah, it's all over the place. Um, but yeah, they originally wanted it in Pennsylvania, but then they decided to go with West Virginia because it looks a lot prettier. And I'm like, <laughs> off, it looks the same. Damn, some real beef around here. Yes. I mean, I'm glad that we were in two DLCs, the same one, because when people think of Pennsylvania, it's one of two places, Pittsburgh or Philly, understandable. <laughs> While with California, you've got like a thousand different things that you can think of because it's California. Stinky. Hey, 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 <laughs> hey, hey. Speaking, speaking of locations in video games, so the, the map for GTA 6 got shown and people are making jokes that if you put it upside down, it looks like Michigan. I've seen that, but I've also seen it looks like the ass end of Florida. That, that's that's what um that's what people are saying that this like state that they're in is supposed to resemble Florida in, in their own world. Yeah, me. Oh my god. Oh my god. You can already do Florida man level shit in like GTA that's not in GTA Florida. So like just <laughs> Florida man in GTA Florida. <laughs> Good lord, that man's gonna be practically a god, a chaos god. What do you mean? That's me. Of course. All right, we'll I'll go be- to Florida and become the new ca- the god of chaos. <laughs> that's your calling. The calling. Nah, man. The god of chaos in Florida. <laughs> nah, man. I can't, I, I can't deal with Florida. But... I've never even been to Florida, so I can't say anything. You know, I, oh my God, I hope this at least brings some life back to the franchise. Hey, at least hey, by hey. a little bit. I don't think so it could cool. do any worse than the Halo series. Mm-hmm. Which, I, I mean, somehow got a season two greenlit. Well, the old green light shows that were a little stinky, but then shows that kicked off really well. They're like, no. Yeah, let's season two last of us, though. So. Mm-hmm. That's true. Do you Dragon think- Age Evolution doesn't get a season two. I'm gonna cry. <laughs> Do you think uh, Fallout might be winner of next year's Game Awards for game adaptation? Yes. I hope so. <laughs> yeah. I really hope so. It, we'll have to see what else comes out for next year, but God, yeah. I hoping it will be. We're not gonna get Last of Us season two next year, are we? Or is that gonna be the next year after? Um, If it does come out next year, it might be near the end and they might pull a Nintendo. <laughs> <laughs> Nintendo. Where it'll be out for like a week and they're like in the awards oh, and it's like God. bruh your show's been out for three days though did they release it like each episode um like a new one each week or did they pull a netflix where they dropped the whole season in one go nope they did it weekly okay so i guess yeah i guess it depends on yeah when they drop it if it is near the end of the year i don't know we'll have to see i don't i didn't watch it so i have no idea with anything about that i don't um, remember if they did or not but i think they did like the first two episodes at the same time then just an episode every week afterwards. Yeah. Because he wanted to uh, excite more people and it worked. <laughs> it did. Yeah, it worked. Oh my God. So I can't wait for this. I hope, I hope this turns out well, but you know, gotta, gotta have some doubt in there. You know what I mean? But at the same time, I'm ready. Oh, I'll take yeah. some disappointment. At least it, it's better to have this than not. Oh, uh, it just reminds me of all the fan films back on YouTube <laughs> that people have done. Like, oh my Lord. Now finally seeing something on the screen. 
Dean. Come full circle. Took us oh, this yeah. long to get it. So long. I will admit, because of my dislike of live action, I'm a little worried about that, but I'm sure it will still be pretty good. A part of me would kind of like to see it a bit more in like an animated format, whether it's 3D. Well, most animation is 3D at this point, but you know what I mean. Yeah. I think seeing it in like an animated form, I it probably could do more. Like the ghouls might not look as boiled alive. They'll look it's like actual irradiated bacon strips. <laughs> It'll look like a hollow from Berkthold's one. Fallout, Fallout would actually look like Fallout. Like, holy shit. Yeah. But I mean, even before they released all this information with just like the teaser pictures of like the Giga Mart and everything, it still looked really cool. So I have a lot of high hopes for this. And is it, will this be another hidden One Piece? It could be. I didn't see One Piece, but I heard it was really good from you guys. It was good. It was good. Like, holy shit. So I hope I can reach the same levels of excitement and joy with this series. Yes. Well, that's pretty much what I got on mine on that topic because I, I, I can't wait any longer. I need it right now. <laughs> you need it. Why do we need to wait? I Why have we need to wait? Hey, yo, Subset here, and you're listening to the Pop Culture Effect on CJSW. Is Blaze ta- gonna talk about Gob- Gobzilla then or no? Oh, I, I is is that my transition of going into Godzilla? All right. <laughs> well, I wasn't here. I was mostly like mumbling that for Subset to do a transition, but we can keep it like that. <laughs> yeah, so I was gonna talk about Godzilla. <laughs> good, good save, good save. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 sub it. Subset, go ahead. Go ahead. Give me a transition. Ah. No. Definitely. Look, if I had to suffer for opening us up. <laughs> all right, all right. So, yeah, another movie I got for us, Godzilla Minus One. Holy this movie was amazing. Not gonna lie, a lot of people lately have put, like, Shin Godzilla as, like, the best Godzilla film. This one f- took the cake. This one is number one. This one is probably the best Godzilla movie ever made. And I know that is something very strong to say, but a lot of the fandom, and even critics, are acclaiming that as well. Like, even on Rotten Tomato, 98% across the board on both critics and audience. And this version of Godzilla because fun fact this movie is also kind of an homage to 70 years of Godzilla Um, and this version of Godzilla kind of takes it goes back to the original look of Godzilla and like just kind of modernizes it a bit better than some of the newer stuff we've seen he still has like the wolf looking face and and whatnot Um, his like the big legs small arms and everything and it all just looks like it was an homage to like the original Godzilla and Subset you watched this too didn't you? Yes. What'd you think of it? I lost my mind. Dude like oh my god like it deserved what it <laughs> what it was marketed marketed as man it, it, it Godzilla fans out there are eating with not only with the show this movie and the next yeah cause they announced like when Minus One went in theaters they also announced that day of the next Godzilla and Kong movie too. Like holy shit this is feeling very big shoes at like this whole franchise able to bring him back once again seeing new heights not only for where it was released but just globally for a movie it broke oh. so I'm so glad this movie became a thing I'm so glad this thing was made honestly I think one thing that really does this movie so well they actually had a compelling story with the human factor that made you intrigued throughout the entire film you actually it was in friendship <laughs> But you actually cared about the humans and the story going on around Godzilla. They blended it all very well with the main character's PTSD from the war and Godzilla seeing him prior to Godzilla again later in the film. And just the story was 
so compelling and well done and gives hope to it basically was trying to show the hope in humanity of uh, Japan after World War what was this one or two probably two yeah um, of them trying to get hope back after the devastation of World War two and this movie I mean Godzilla has always been just a representation of the nukes that hit Japan and this movie just kind of hits it even deeper and oh my god Godzilla's heat ray is devastating in this one I mean I know some versions of Godzilla do it pretty crazy but this one was nuts it's like one big charge up and you expect it to just be like a laser beam that just lasts for a little blasting everything no it's just a quick shot and then nuke in the distance a literal upgrade bro literal upgrade there's so much you can say about this movie but uh Trent. I'll admit I've never really watched a Godzilla movie go I mean, watch one Gemini right this now this one's a really good ah. one to get you into Godzilla because this is a phenomenal film okay then the day Godzilla is still a monster yeah because that's the one thing this movie did it brought back Godzilla to its origin traits of they're not an ally to humanity they're here to fuck you up they're, they're here to claim their territory except for a monkey monkey's friend <laughs> monkey monkey yeah <laughs> speaking of monkey apparently like not to get off topic but aren't they coming up with like a fourth uh panda movie kung fu panda yeah they are they just released a trailer for kung fu panda 4 i'm a little worried for this one honestly because i feel like a fourth one might be a little far they're really trying to stretch this franchise i don't know if a fourth one is a good idea not to mention well, the the furious five isn't even in this either and that's a okay then what's even the point about... from the trailer though ty lung's coming back though uh, so he was the villain the from the first, first one. Yeah, the first oh, one. And okay. Poe is in, needs to find the next dragon warrior. Oh, so it's like a beginning of a next generation kind of like. Kind of, yeah. Yes. And, and he's <laughs> dealing with a new villain called the Chameleon who can steal the Kung Fu powers from another person and literally change themselves into them. Interesting. So she brings back, or they, they bring back Tai Long, and I don't know who else they also absorb powers from, but they bring back Tai Lung from the dead, steal their abilities, and are just kind of ranking up on abilities that they can shapeshift into to use. Whoa, 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 whoa. For the record, Tai Lung didn't really die. I would just send him to a, to a different dimension, the, the, the afterlife. He was, he's still alive, but he just got sent to the afterlife. The child-friendly version of saying he died. Why do you think the four kids form of <laughs> Yu-Gi-Oh said, I'm gonna send you to the Shadow Realm? It's because they couldn't say, I'm gonna kill you. It's the child-friendly way of saying they're dead. <laughs> but yeah, I, I'm a little worried for Kung Fu Panda 4. I hope it does well, but I, I, I don't know. I, I feel like oh it God. was fine after the third. Honestly, I was fine with just the first two, because I thought the first two were fantastic. I was say, I the third one was okay. The third one is a good one, at least. And that's just a lot for trilogy animated movies. But uh, yeah, going back to Godzilla, though, I highly recommend to anyone who is thinking of watching or hasn't watched it yet, I would highly recommend watching it. It is perfect movie and honestly I could see it winning a few Oscars this year. <laughs> That'd be nice. One can only hope. Right, yeah, one can only hope. Cool, but that's it. You're gonna go watch it right now. Uh, We're forcing you to cool. watch it. Yep. Okay. Wait after this recording, you're gonna go watch it right now. Yes. I get it too. But, uh, yeah, that's pretty much all I have for Godzilla, but, um, Robbie, why are you... Robbie, stop messaging me. God damn it. Okay, so, <laughs> Robbie's begging me to go to the editor's room to discuss something. Um, He's a bit. Yeah, uh, I'll be right back.
pizza mom you like pizza or i like pizza i actually just ordered pizza oh what kind of pizza all right okay i'm back Domino's. what do you want he wanted to nerd out about the doctor who 60th anniversary oh okay so i need to get back into watching that god damn it now, uh, I feel I have some splaining to do because what was supposed to happen was Blaze and I were supposed to talk about the Doctor Who 60th anniversary, have our little bit of fun, and then cut right back into the main episode. However, we ended up talking way too much about it, so it's gonna be next week's episode. So enjoy that and enjoy the rest of this wonderful 2023 recap episode. He also tried to sneak out behind me when I tried to leave the room, but I pushed him back in. God damn it. Keep that scrungly rat in the f***ing editor room. Whoa, 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 whoa. Whoa. Your tone. Change it. <laughs> Make me. But anyway, that's all we got for topics today. Gemini, is there anything else you wanted to discuss? I mean, nothing that comes to mind. I mean, the only other thing is this is our last recording of 2023. I can't believe that we have made it to the end right. of the year and everything. I mean, a lot has happened in 2023, ranging from game releases, movies. I mean, clearly, if you've been listening to us since the first episode, which, by God, I'm sorry with how we were in the beginning. <laughs> I'm sorry how well... I'm sorry for how we will continue to be. I'm not actually sorry. I'm not either. I'm actually am. I'm a nervous wreck. Please forgive me. How many, yeah, this I is, how many episodes have we done so far? Oh, my God. Um, 24, 25, around that number? 24, 25, give or take. It's been a few. So you know what and that means. Yeah, that this is like either episode 26 or 27. Is that counting how many still have yet to be like edited? Uh, the 24 one just got completed, so this is technically be maybe 26. 26, 26 27. 27. Wow. Wow. Yeah, we, wow. We've gone yeah, through yeah, a lot. Guys. Yeah, we, we actually got shit going, guys. We're making progress. Look at us. Hell We're big yeah. stars now. Not really. We could dream. One day, maybe. One day, yeah, one day. <laughs> oh, that reminds me, Robbie maybe locked away in the editor's room but I'm he is soon gonna throw me into the artist's alley yeah. and not the stinky one in cons either <laughs> he's gonna throw me outside into the alley to start drawing good. and I won't be let back in until I complete it good you need a tan <laughs> look man we get we're not as sunny out there in the west coast and yeah I know I'm quite <laughs> pale for my background but that's besides the point I'm also a fucking hermit who only leaves to go to hey 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 I'm a hermit too that's no excuse. Because you're full-blooded. I'm not. Oof. It's because the West Coast gets more sun than the East Coast does. Sometimes. Sometimes. You live in a f***ing desert. <laughs> I don't. You live in the, the wetlands, I think. I don't live in Florida. You live in the, uh... I live in the... Trees. Not... Yeah. I was I was about to say I live in the equivalent of American England, but that's more <laughs> up north. Like, you know, the... Like, Massachusetts and everything. That's more like... Well, it's literally called New England, so... It's literally called the New England States. But, like, I'm a step down from that. So whatever the climates of, like, Germany is, I don't know. We are a German town, though. God, I am so glad that our German festival was over. That could have been a topic if it was if it was a bigger thing. <laughs> oh, God, Blaze, am I going to have to be the one to close us out? Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. Some say you're next. Oh, yeah. God. I guess. <laughs> it's a terribly opening on. <laughs> go, 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 All right. Go, so go. are we done? Yeah. Then, or was uh, there anything else you guys wanted to discuss? 
Oh, you thought you could get out of this episode without me? You thought that you could escape this episode without hearing from me? My god, who do you think is the mastermind behind this whole project? I don't care what they say. I don't care that they say they've locked me away into a dimension. This is my domain. And honestly, I just want to talk about some cool things that happened this year because, oh my god, Learning with Pibby crashed into the ground and is no longer going to be made into a show. We had, we had Nickelodeon All-Star Brawls 2 come out with all their DLC. We finally saw Jimmy Neutron in the game, but we didn't see Timmy Turner and we're probably never going to see Timmy Turner. Maybe in DLC, but probably not. We saw the launch of the finals, which is personally my favorite FPS game that I have played, honestly. And, of course, we have the transcendent finale of Loki 2, which has actually been included in some scenes of Marvel's What If 2, and also we get to see the evil queen zombie of Scarlet Witch, who is rumored to be the main antagonist of the Marvel Zombies project, which I am so excited for. That's pretty much all that I have on my mind right now to sum up what I loved about this year. And I'll pass it to my friends as we head into a new year of adventures and news. All right, well, before we close out, I just want to remind you guys that there are other podcasts that would really love to have you as listeners from CJSW. If you could give them a check out on their website and or station, because I'm not familiar with this. Who boy, please, if you want to do your signature with these two. <laughs> uh, don't forget to um, check us out on YouTube at The Pop Culture Effect. Leave a like, comment, and subscribe if you can. Greatly appreciate it. Please support us. Please. <laughs> please sponsor us. With that, I'm Gemini. And I am very grateful for my two co-hosts here to join me in this discussion and tomfoolery of pop culture. Blaze. Subset. Ayo. And I'm Gemini, wishing all of the fellow loyal listeners a wonderful day. Menace here, and you're listening to the Pop Culture Effect on CJSW.